Well, hello. John 14.1 says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Don't be distressed. Don't be agitated. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Right? That's what the Lord uh, lets us know. He says, In my Father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I wouldn't have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you, that where I am, you may be also. So that's a wonderful promise from Jesus Christ, amen, that he has gone ahead of us to prepare a place for us where there be beauty and joy forevermore. And one day the meek shall inherit the earth and uh, the wicked will be all in hell, right? <laughs> so that's a good thing to know that, you know, God wins in the end, right? And we should not be afraid. We should not be fearful. And uh, the Bible says, let not your heart be troubled. And, you know, again, that's John 14. And want to make sure that uh, you know that already. We win. We're the ones who are going to win the uh, in the very end. And I'm so glad that, um, you know, that we already, the Lord has already given us ahead of time how the end is going to come out, how it's gonna how it's gonna turn out. And the Lord has already told us that. So, you know, again, as we uh, get ready for just a discussion today, it's good to know that. It's good to know that uh, the Lord has already gotten it already solved. Everything is already solved. It's just like a book that's already been told. Uh, we're, at, we're in the middle of the plot, you know what I mean? And uh, we see it right now. I think the Lord is using this time right now for um, the gathering of the saints so that the saints will uh, begin to disconnect from this world. And uh, what he's doing is he's shaking things up so he can wake us. He has to shake us to wake us because we've been used to our flat screen TVs, our big homes, and then our um, cars and, you know, our busy lifestyle. And, you know, those people who don't have those things have aspired for them. And so we all have aspired to make heaven on earth. But actually, this is not the uh, heaven that God is talking about, and this is not even the earth that God is talking about. The the, the heaven and the uh, the earth that uh, the Lord wants us to have is one that is sin free, one where there is no sin, one where you know we have um, surrendered totally to God, where there's no rebellion, uh, where the wicked. Uh, men and women of this that this age, this current age, are no longer troubling, and they're not around. And God wants us to take all of our war machines, our guns, and He wants us to beat them down into pruning hooks, and uh, us to just be farmers on the earth, bartering with one another, loving one another, and being kind to one another. You know, won't that be wonderful in that great day when we can all go fishing without a fishing license? You know, <laughs> you won't have to have a fishing license and you won't have to have a, even a driver license in that day because the Lord is going to be the one that is going to be setting the rules and uh, his rules are just and they're fair. They're not uh, burdenous. They're not grievous. We set this B system up and uh, now we got to live in it. 
And unfortunately, this is just the way it is. Like to say hello to everyone that's here. Uh, it's good to have you guys aboard. Servant watchers, saw you showed up at first. One of the first people to show up. Uh, there may be a, another who. Rick Redding, looks like you've been here for a while. And thank you for showing up. Alex Fanny. Hello, and 6.30 TV. Hello, how are you doing? Want to say thank you to all of the people who are in my patron, uh, if you, my patron group uh, is here too. Uh, just thank you for uh, showing up as well. And then uh, those people who are not here who are in the patron group, uh, the newest person was April Anderson. She became a patron uh, just um, on Monday. And so thank God for her. Uh, Bob Moran and Cyber Tiger were the last three people to actually join. Of course, there's David uh, Butsko, and then there's uh, Slahan McBride. That's a different name. And then just Justine DeVoe, she's always in the chat. Uh, John Labby and Charlotte Hansen. And uh, Hassel, right? And that's uh, Jeffrey David and Peter Weaver and Elizabeth Cook. They don't want to give me no more here. But these are the newest patrons, the first 11. So there are 39 patrons as of right now. So thank God for you. Uh, it does support the, the broadcast, supports me and my wife, Sandra, through these rough times. They shut our business down, and we, uh, we are having to almost, uh, my wife was talking about, well, they're giving out food stamps. I said, I do not want food stamps. I want work, you know. <laughs> and so we definitely don't want any food stamp. Anyway, you know, but I tell you this thing, that they are trying to get all of us to get in that soup line. And that's really what they want to do. They just kind of seem to want us to be broke, poor, and they want us so uh, impoverished that we have to take that mark of the beast. And that's what the Bible is uh, telling us. As a matter of fact, the scripture does point that out uh, in Daniel. Daniel chapter 7, verse 25. And in Daniel chapter 7, verse 25 it says this, uh, that what will happen in the end when the uh, man of sin, the man of lawlessness shows up, it says he will have, he will speak with such pompous words, you know, against the most high. He will be the one who will speak with uh, very bold, pompous words, you know, things that um, when he says them just will just shock you. And that's what it says here. And he shall persecute the saints. This is what the Bible says. He will persecute the saints and uh, he shall intend to change the times and the laws. And, you know, that's what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, should, uh, should the police ever question the laws? But it says here that the Antichrist in Daniel chapter 7, verse 25, this man of lawlessness, this man of sin, this uh, beast that's going to show up the one that's in Revelation chapter 13, uh, this beast will actually speak great words of blasphemy against uh, God and God's people. He will uh, persecute God's people and he will seek to change the laws and times. And, you know, I'm just saying today we are living in uh, times now where the laws are being changed like never before. I've, I've never seen anything like this in my life and, and I did not expect to experience this before I went to you know be with the Lord but uh, here, here I am uh, caught in the middle of this whole thing 
And, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, there, each, each generation has... Um, uh, face horrific circumstances. I know that the people during the um, the Civil War probably thought the world was coming to an end too. But when it comes down to it, the Civil War was just uh, between states, and then uh, there was a resolution after that. And of course, the uh, Great Britain and you know all of the different places all around the world were not affected. But today. We have something that's affecting every nation of the entire world, which lets you know that this is the beast that has revealed itself. It had been underwater, but now that beast has come out in the open, and that's what actually happened. The beast is uh, showing <clears throat> its ugly head, and the beast has a new world order, a system in which the beast wants to... Uh, implement. It's going to be a beastly system that's going to change the way things are done. And I will tell you this. Now, I was watching the other night um, the uh, show. Um, oh, let's see. What was it? It's called Chosen. And I watched that. And then I realized as I was watching it that it was part of the agenda also as well because I, I didn't I didn't realize that until I actually began to watch a couple of more series and when I when I listened to them some of the hints that they put in that movie were absolutely prophetic to the uh, times that we are actually experiencing and I think it was deliberate uh, like for instance um, there was one line in the um, movie uh, or the TV series that they do on this um, vid angel that they they made this statement and they were making the statement about um, Herod coming to town to set up the way in which the Jews um, you know new city should be arranged and uh, this was going to be a collaboration between Rome and it was going to be a collaboration between the uh, imposed leader, which was Herod, that the Roman people had selected and put him up at the top, you know, so that he would be the king of the Jews, supposedly. Anyway, and Herod was going to come to town, and it was going to be Matthew's chance, the tax collector Matthew's chance to actually have an audience with him. And one of the one of the most significant things he said in that particular series was that he said. You got to understand that ruling people doesn't mean just simply conquering their nation, but ruling people uh, encompasses um, actually changing their way of life. And that's what he said. He made that statement, and it, and it came across to me that, okay, the uh, even the the Illuminati or whatever they, you want to call them, the elite, the, uh, the, the powers that should not be, they these people have actually um, infiltrated even this movie and put in their ideas, you know, uh, changing, uh, you know, basically what they were saying. You understand what they're saying. They were saying they were going to change not only the structure of our cities, and they were not only going to conquer us, but they were going to impose, that's what they said, impose a new way of life. And that's what we're getting today 
on uh, in TV as, as you you know if you if you just if you've been watching if you've been watching TV at all for the last uh, 30 years 20 40 40 years what they've been doing is what we call social engineering and this social engineering has been imposing a new way of life and so they they kept going until they got again to the uh, a, B, C, D, e, F, e, F, G community, and then they imposed all of that on us. And Barack Obama was most—he was—he was really the best at doing that because what he did when he brought all that stuff in, that—that uh, that community in, and they colored that White House, you know, like a crayon box. Then I knew that wow, we have really been deceived totally. And so they—they uh, they brought us all in here to not only just conquer us, but they want to impose a new way of life. And this is what they want to do. This is why, you know, it was important for us to understand that because we were wondering, wow, that's amazing that uh, the cops are doing all of these different things, uh, you know, just getting out there and, um, you know, just looking at uh, what it says here, uh, you know, should police, um, uh, uh, you know, actually, should they ever, and that's what I should have been saying, should police ever question laws? And and, uh, and then, let me change that so that that's right. And I should have said that. Should police ever question laws? And this is the, the big question that I'm asking today. Should they ever, really, ever question a law at all? And so, um, and sorry for the typo, guys. But again, you know, yeah, of course they should. You know, if it weren't for the police and the military, militarized police and also the military industrial complex, we would not be in this situation in which we are. We built up in the military industrial complex that is uh, challenging the uh, people now in terms of the way they live and where what am I talking about well you saw the video that I showed you this morning um, where the woman was in the video she was um, being uh, prevented from taking her children to the uh, park to actually play at the park and so that's uh, one of the videos there right here is uh, where you see the video and I, I actually posted it as an eight minute video so that uh, people would you know could share it so people could become aware of what's going on because we have a lot of people today who you know you got a, a three minute uh, three-minute attention span but at the same time we have some very important content to go across and so a lot of times I'll make the video I try to make the video short for people who have very short attention span so they can see it but again this video here showed this young woman out, out at the uh, park and uh, she was going through the park and uh, of course the uh, cops you know the police were uh, harassing the people out there trying to make them leave the park and it's it was absolutely insane what was going on and it, it looks it looks ridiculous I mean here are these flat feet and you know I have respect for police officers and I think they can laugh at laugh when I call them a flat foot but here are these flat foots out here at a park with with children women and children 
And it, it really looks shameful. You know, you got these flat foot foots out of the park with women and children making them leave the park. Then you got this other bully out here with the green shirt on. I guess he's the park supervisor, whatever. They told him that he has to make sure that nobody comes out there to the park. And and the whole thing is is uh, absolutely obscene that they they actually arrested a woman for her talking too much. Um, because, you know, she's challenging the police. What she's actually doing is just really just standing up for her rights, but then at the same time, she's letting it be, letting herself be arrested to show this guy how absurd this behavior is. And it's almost like, uh, you know, the uh, civil rights movement of the 60s. Uh, people had to go to jail <clears throat> in order to, for people, uh, people to get a conscience and start waking up to, okay, well, maybe we're not doing the right thing, you know, and maybe we need to question what's going on. Well, you know, yeah, of course you do, uh, because, you know, we live in, uh, you know, we live in America, and uh, people should be free, and plus that, we don't even have to say it's America. We, we are human beings, and the whole purpose of a cop is to protect and serve protect and serve the public not to restrain them peace loving women and children with you know uh with police cars and and batarams and all of that stuff these people aren't doing anything uh next if the if the cops and that's what the lady asked the police she says is there anything you will not do as a police officer and the guy was just basically saying yeah no i mean there's uh, he said there was some things he would not do as a cop, but really he he was saying once I put this once I put this uniform on I become somebody else. That's basically what he was trying to say, and uh, I it's not my job to give an opinion. Well, really, what what does this man really want? Well, he he just wants to get paid. He just wants to get paid. So you know, should the police ever, uh, you know. Well, I'm, I'm sure, you know, I'm preaching to the choir. You guys, y'all already know. Uh, yeah, they should use some common sense. But are they going to use common sense? I doubt it, you know, when it comes down to it. I doubt it. They're not going to use common sense when it comes to this. Because one thing, they want to get paid. They want to continue to eat. They want to continue to just enjoy um their position of authority and everything else. I mean, they went to police academy, I suppose, or they went through the interview process to actually get these jobs, and they don't want to lose them. So, um, again, but here's the thing. Uh, the Bible tells us very, very, very assuredly that you will eventually become a victim of the very system that you set up to put other people in um, that predicament, you know, that you're going to become one of them. You're going to, you know, if you arrest somebody, they're going, you, you're going to be arrested. You know, that's what the Bible tells us. And uh, it's important to know that. What does it say that? At? Let's take a look at that. Um, that's, uh, oh yeah, that's in Revelation 13. And I talked to you about this before. In Revelation 13, and let's see if I have it here. Uh, well, let me see. That one there is, uh, let's see here. 
And well, okay. Either way, though, uh, it it tells you in Revelation 13 that you know he who leads in the captivity will himself become captive, right? You know, and 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 that's basically what it says. Um, and and you know, again, that's that's it. You know, let's see if I can get it here. There it is right there. Uh, yeah, Revelation 13.10. I know it was 13 there someplace there. Anyway, it just basically says, He that leadeth into captivity shall themselves go into captivity. That's that's God is pro making a promise to those people who are evildoers on the earth. That uh, you know, if you if you set your life up where you are restricting the freedoms of people, you you yourself will have your same uh, freedoms will be restricted. And so it's important to know that evil leads to evil. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, truth is, cops are order followers. Evil, evil, evil. You are not accountable to cops. Only Christ within. Uh, are you accountable to? Well, you know, and partially that's true. Um, we're not accountable. We're accountable to the uh, God. God wants us to be good, right? At the very basic of the whole thing. Uh, and if we're bad, then He does not bear the He does not bear the sword for nothing. And the Bible says that. So yes, there is uh, government is set up by God. But here's the thing: government sometimes can go against the wishes of God, and that's where God steps in and brings His justice. And so, yes, um, it is true that um, we should, you know, the, especially these uh, archaic type of orders, we have to resist them because obviously these people are not trying to um, trying to uphold the law. We, we're actually in lawlessness, right? Uh, well, let's let's just take a look. Uh, Isaiah chapter five. Isaiah chapter 5. Let me see if I can get it up here on the screen here. Uh, 5. And then uh, what, what is it? Verse 20. Isaiah 5 20 talks about they shall call uh, good evil and evil good. And, you know, I'm sure you've all seen that before. And that's the day we're living uh, in. We're living in a day when they're calling evil good and good evil. And let's go over there and take a look at it real fast there. It says, Woe to them that call evil good and good evil, and that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet. Woe to them. That's what the Lord is saying. Basically, the Lord is giving a woe to them because he knows that their end will be a, a swift judgment. They're going to end up in hell. They're going to end up in hell for this type of uh, behavior. And uh, over and over, we're, we're saying it all over the place. Uh, here's one one here that I saw the other day. Um, this one here I po posted to my uh, Facebook uh, page too. And uh, this is in Africa. Now, this is an example of what's going on. They're very brutal in Africa. But uh, they arrested people for just being on the streets as well. And areas under control. The enforcement of the lockdown is anything but systematic. It appears random. This man couldn't get away fast enough. 
He's supposed to be in his house. This is a lockdown and uh, you don't have any reason to be outside. He's been fined for 1,500 rand, about 80 euros. You have that kind of money? No, I'm not working. That's why I was going to my brother to take a food. The man says that during the arrest he was kicked and beaten by the police behind the house. Okay, so this guy was kicked and beaten behind the house, you know. And so as we look at this, I mean, you know, we're seeing a evil, evil become the primary goal of this whole operation. Woe to them that uh, call evil good and good evil, put darkness for light and light for darkness that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And uh, they're beating people to save their life. How crazy is that? I mean, you know, the whole idea behind um, the uh, lockdown, I suppose, is that they are saying, pretending, that what the lockdown is to save their life and uh, to lessen the, the death count of this mysterious um, viral thing that they're talking about, right? But at the same time, uh, these guys know it's bull crap uh, because they are walking around themselves not practicing the same thing that they're preaching. They're out in full number and they're happy to be paid and happy to make some money. But when it comes down to it, uh, what are they doing in their in the meantime for the people? Are they really, really doing the best for the people? And that's the big question, you know. Should should police who, who go into the field, should they actually be uh, people who are, um, you know, should they question, uh, should they actually question their authorities, the people who are putting laws in place? Uh, the man was out trying to feed his uh, uh, a friend and that kind of thing. And so, I don't know quite what's going on behind me, but it's quite noisy. But anyway, so, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. And then there's another another one uh, here. Let me let me move on ahead. And uh, you'll, you'll see this one here. This, this is getting to be quite dangerous, too, for we people to verify this watch this. From our position. A few blocks away, we meet a young woman who doesn't want to show her face. She's afraid she'll be recognized. But she does want to show what the police did to her just for being on the street. She says several officers stormed into her house and attacked her with sticks and whips, and all this in front of her daughter. Okay, so uh, again, there it is. Uh, there's trauma, trauma happening, and it was actually happening, and people are being beaten up and what have you. And so all of this is occurring. And uh, guys, I'm not really sure what's going on out there. I think my wife is uh, having a good time with my son and what have you. They're uh, kind of acting out. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, yeah. So as we look at this here, uh, actually traumatizing, uh, they traumatizing, beating up people and what have you. This is uh, this is going on all over, guys. It's not just uh, in America. Uh, there are there are things that are happening here that uh, again, uh, you know, like for instance, women and children being told they can't go to the park, you know, and uh, in other places the whole thing is going even worse, where uh, people are having their doors kicked in in the uh, countries where there is. Um, 
less of a government structure to or I don't know civil rights or what have you but either way uh, it, it's just a matter of time before these young people uh, have their doors kicked in before we all have our doors kicked in and all all uh, lawlessness actually occurs and that's being done by the Antichrist because again as we look at the Antichrist and we look at what he's getting ready to do um, you know again he's changing laws that's what it says here and uh, in the scripture, it lets us know that that's what his goal is, is to change the laws. And we're living in that time right now. Daniel chapter 7, he, he's attempting to change laws and times. And so what, what are the Antichrist goals? The Antichrist goal is to restrict freedom. Uh, the beast system goal is to take away every right that you have so that you will not enjoy life and it will be the worst kind of worst kind of life like a hell on earth that's really what they want to uh give us and the the sad thing is that we have police officers who are not willing to open their eyes and see how this is going to even hurt them and so this is uh very important that we know this you know um so they're really not it, it's 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 uh, something that we're, we're getting ready to see that's even going to get worse now. Uh, now, here's the thing. The Bible tells us very plainly that um, the Antichrist will rule and will rule for time and time and a half, too. He will come and uh, he'll set up his uh, kingdom, his, um, his time on the earth, and he'll rule for time and times and a half and those times and a half that he rules at I'm sorry about that phone there seems to be a pretty busy time around here times and times and a half will be three and a half years is uh, what we have come up with uh, and you know most people agree that it would be three and a half years hopefully uh, no longer than that but uh, you know when it comes down to it we're, st we're still uh, left here and I don't know whether or not the rapture will come before. Hopefully, the rapture will come before. And the Bible lets us know to, you know, um, keep praying that you're kind of worthy to be able to escape all these things that's going to come up on the earth. But we're looking at it right now. We're looking at some very strange situations. Let's go to some more headlines and take a look. Um, let's see here. Now, let's see. Okay. So, all right. Uh, this one here was uh, something posted by um, a uh, Facebook friend. And she just says, at least three police officers were dispatched to monitor the outdoor service of the Union Church in Lafayette after numerous residents called to complain. How about that? So they're complaining. At one point, the officers disrupted the service as the pastor was reading from the Bible. How about that? So uh, this, is, uh, this is also being enforced by people who want to chain themselves to this. Uh, again, this is getting back to what, what did we say before? Uh, the scripture says that there's coming a time when good will become evil and evil become good. And that's uh, where we are here. Uh, people who think they're doing good. And um, light becomes darkness and darkness becomes light. I thought it was really interesting, too. I was looking at some people who I thought were kind of uh, in the Christian movement.
Um, and like I will just say this, there was a broadcast that comes on, and you guys may know this. Uh, the guy always talks about it's incredible with all sorts of miracles, but this guy came on and he's he's promoting social promote, uh, social distancing. And these are people who are supposed to be mainstream Christians who are supposed to be supporting Christianity. So, you know, not only do we have uh, the community fighting the church, but we also have Christians fighting church. And um, again, here it is. It says, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but we're getting numerous complaints about social distance. And I apologize for this one. One uh, unidentified police said. So uh, the police went to actually tell them that they had to stand six feet apart. For what I don't know, I don't even know. You know, um, again, when we when we support this kind of stuff, uh, it's it's really not helping people. What it really is doing, it's it's destroying a way of life and it's imposing a way of life, right? And all of these news articles and the brainwashing that goes on with this is imposing a, a way of life. And that's what the Antichrist goal is. And so a lot of people don't know where you're coming from when you talk about this. I, I, I have, you, have you run into that where people don't get you about that this is not about your health? This is about you understanding where they're going with this and that the Antichrist uh, is really trying to take over that this is really not about death or life or anything have anything to do with trying to save people from dying. You know, obviously it's not because, you know, again, in some of these other countries, the things are really brutal. You know, they're beating people. They're kicking people's doors in, stomping their heads into the ground, shooting. I was looking at one video. They shot a 14-year-old boy for not practicing social distancing in, uh, you know, an Asian country. So it's, it's going on, guys. And they're saying that they're saving lives by doing this. But it really is more like Nazi Germany. Really, it's uh, kind of, but it's worldwide because people are reporting each other. For that, but so are you? Do do you run into people who don't get it? You know, or is that is that what's going on with you guys as well? Because I know it's going on. Uh, you know, with me. You know, definitely when I get talking to people, they don't understand. They don't get it. I, you know, I was. Um, I, I will say this. I was in. Um, not Quick Trip, but uh, the other one that is uh, Circle K. And I went in there just to get a few things because I didn't feel like going to the big store. And I went to Circle K, and as soon as I walked in the door, the guy addressed me uh, as I tried to make a right. You know, I walked in the door, I turned right to go over here and grab. Uh, you know, my my wife was asking me to get get her a snack before I came back, so I was going to go over there and get one of those little. Uh, bag of popcorn, you know, and I was I was going over there to get that, and the guy up at the front of the Circle K yelled at me and told me I needed to go through the I needed to walk around the little um, tape that he had on the floor, walk walk to the left, turn right, walk back, turn, and then go you know through the lanes that way. And the lane was really just open. It was not 
I wasn't doing anything. It was really imposing a new way for me to do. I, it was just kind of like an authoritarian kind of thing that he did that was like just enforcing senseless laws for nothing. You know, just enforcing senseless rules for nothing. And and you know what I did? I got so angry and, you know, my, my wife said I shouldn't be angry. She said, you know, you should be slow to anger. And, and I said, yeah, you're right, honey. I'm sorry. I should be slow to anger. But I did get angry and I left. I just walked out. I said, you know what? Forget it. I don't want you. I don't want what you got. I'm going somewhere else. So I walked out and I went to another store and this one was Dollar General. And, you know, those people in there just had the door wide open and they were, uh, I don't want to. I, I better not tell too much on them, but anyway, they didn't. They didn't have all of that stuff going on. So I just walked in there, got what I needed, went in, went in, got to the checkout, uh, and a lady treated me nice. It wasn't like she was standing six feet away and all this. It was more like normal, and I felt so wonderful coming out of that store, you know, with what I want and um, the fact that it was normal. It was just normal. And and these things that they're trying to impose upon us are not normal. You know, they are not normal. They're calling good evil and evil good. It's just getting to be um, just terrible. You know, so I don't know. What are you what are you guys thinking out there? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Here's serving watching you talking about your support and thank thank God for your support. Uh, race lever. Sure, fools, you can uh, back it up properly by whining uh, in the chat. I don't know. I don't know who this guy is. All right. And uh, Karen D. They, yeah, it's just horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. And uh, Windfeather, the blind uh, leading the blind uh, would lead to Vincent. Yeah, right. That, yeah, it's really kind of, it's, it was silly. The guy over there, you know, I don't want to talk about anybody. But let me just say this. The guy's overweight. All right. The guy was already overweight. Uh, he's over there in the corner. He's uh, yelling out something to me about I'm killing somebody by doing, you know, you've been killing yourself for years, eating all of that starch and bad food. So the, don't give me that, that we're saving lives somehow by me walking through a line Guy, you know, we've been doing things that have been dangerous for a long time. People have been uh, using drugs. They've been doing all sorts of things, taking risks with their body, um, you know, daredevil stuff, all kinds of things we've been doing for years. People have been smoking the wrong thing, drinking the wrong thing, eating the wrong thing, right? So if that was the biggest problem, then that that you know, if they were really trying to save lives, then they would have like tried to restrict them from all of these other things. Now I don't know if anybody else is awake out there in uh, in the street. Sometimes I run across people and I try to tell them. I went to the barber shop the other day too. This was really <laughs> funny because I, I we hadn't been in weeks, and I had got a chance. I caught the guy there. And as soon as I got to the barbershop, he only had one person in the seat. And I said, hey, man, where you been? been? Where you been hiding? And uh, he says, uh, well, he says, uh, oh, well, Rev, come on in. And I said, well, yeah, man, I've been looking for you. 
And he said, okay, I tell you what, you're going to have to sit in the car, though, until I get finished with this gentleman. Then you can come in. Just go sit in the car, and then I'll, I'll call you in. So I, I went on ahead and complied because I figured that he had a small kind of like shop, and, I, and he probably didn't want trouble with the police or whatever. But he wasn't wearing all of that paraphernalia garb on his face and hands and that kind of thing. So he really didn't know. So I started talking to him about it, and and you know he really he really couldn't relate to it. Uh, the only thing he could relate to was what he actually saw on television. So I was trying to share with him how that was all brainwashing and everything, but he was very quiet about the whole matter. I find people don't have um, good judgment to be able to think outside the box. A lot of times, you know, not everyone wants to challenge. Uh, what that almighty television says to them. You, you, you get what I'm saying? I, I don't think everybody wants to, you know, I, I'm feel, I feel like that. That's the way I feel. They just don't want to challenge what the television is saying. And, and when the television tells them, um, you know, that the reason we're doing this is because we're saving lives. And no one ever just says, what sense does that make? You know, how, how am I going to save a life by uh, not going to the park? You know, and that's, again, going back to that, those police and that kind of thing. How, how are we going to save lives by doing, by doing these things? You know, something to, something to think about. And, again, most people don't think about that. We, they don't think about it. And so, again, we had... Like I said, we have situations like this when people don't think, you know, where, where police are actually arresting mothers for taking their children to the park, <laughs> you know, and uh, I mean, really arresting the mother, arrested this mother and left her children on the playground. They actually left the child, the, the children out there on the playground while they arrested this woman, took her away from her children. And this was more harmful because it, it left the children open to be kidnapped, hurt, or injured while they are taking this woman away. They are causing a greater problem. And the same thing is true over there in Africa. You know, when, when you see what's going on in Africa, uh, they, they're causing greater problems, greater concern in, in places like Africa. Okay, let's, let's take a look at this one here. Uh, this one talks about lockdown measures could be in place until 2021 until a vaccine is found. I'm not even going to talk about a drug here. But that we're talking about lockdown until 2021. Uh, wouldn't that be something? That uh, now they have gotten us to actually go home. And so now this one here is from the, UK, the sun in the UK. But I'm sure it's going to be all over because they implement the same thing everywhere. So they're really ready to do just lock us down for the rest of the um, year. And who knows? It, it could be just forever. You could be just on lockdown forever. And you have to explain where you're going to the Gestapo, to the, uh, uh, you know, until somebody actually has, until it's a possibility that there could be um, an uprising. It could be. I don't know. Uh, but either way, if it's not, then you're going to have the next person on the scene. It would seem like it would be the Antichrist. 
and then he would uh, implement the uh, chipping of everyone you know and then of course we will we'll see how that works we'll see how that works but that's uh that's interesting that uh, they're talking about that here let's see what uh, let's see what they have to say here it's interesting I hope they don't come with a commercial first if they do I'll block it oh here it is here the exit from this is going to be one of two things ideally one of which is a highly effective vaccine and there are a variety of ways vaccines can be deployed uh, they can be deployed for damping down epidemics they can be deployed to protect vulnerable people or and or highly effective drugs so that people stop dying of this disease uh, even if they uh, catch it or which can prevent uh, this disease in vulnerable people uh, in do you do you do you do you guys think that um, he really believes what he's saying or is he brainwashed is or is or has he already been uh, changed into a clone uh, is he a lizard I don't I don't know what kind of mind would actually think this but again this is the new world order way of thinking uh, you know imposing restrictions on people's uh, people's right to live but this is this is it this is where we are living you know the Bible says it very plainly that uh, the Antichrist will come and he will impose new laws new laws let me go let me keep on going here until we have those and the probability of having those any time in the next calendar year are incredibly small and I think we should be realistic about that we're gonna to have to rely on other social measures which of course are very socially disruptive as everyone is, is finding at the moment but until that point that is what we will have to do and it'll have okay now he said until that point that is what we will have to do now I want you guys to uh, just think about this for a minute and I, I asked a lady at uh, church you know I, I brought it up to a lady at church because she came to uh, you know we had uh, Bible study and I, I brought this up and I said well I said now if I were to call your house in the morning and ask you what would uh, be the best way for me to go about my day would you be able to plan my day for me? She said, well, maybe I could. I said, well, all right. What if I would ask you from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, what I should do each day and whether I should go outside or stay inside? And she said to me, that would not be right. And I said, "When and hold it. Here's the thing. That's what, but she was supporting what they do in the government. And I said, why wouldn't it be right? She said, well, it's not right for one person to tell another person what to do. I said, exactly. I say, we have these people who are in office who wear the same wrinkled clothes we wear, walk in the same shoes we walk in, wipe his butt the same way we wipe our butt, and all of the other stuff, he puts his clothes on the same way we do, but what gives this man the right 
to tell another human being what to do with their life. And so this is where it's at right here, you know. that point, that is what we will have to do, and it will have to be the, the, the best. That is what we will have to do. Who made you into the controller of all humanity? And this is something we have to like know. I don't, you know, I don't know, you know, who knows. This guy may have some position, authority or something. But again, when it comes down to it, should even a police be able to tell you what to do? We're going to lock you down to 2021? Never in the history of the world has that ever happened where they just locked people up unless they were in prison of course you know i don't know what you guys thinking over there uh you know it's a lot to lot to take in what 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 do you guys what do you guys have to say about all of this here crazy stuff flatter preacher you're saying stay strong and god bless all okay and you say you gotta go all right all right and uh yeah, so right, we need to, we do need to have faith and uh, servant watcher and receive the Holy Spirit, right? We need to be saved. Matter of fact, this really will not, your eyes will never be open until you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. You need to understand now, as you look at the world, that it is exactly as the Bible has said it was going to be. Jesus promised all of these things would occur. He promised us that this is how the end would happen. He said, these are the beginning of sorrows, and this is the way it was going to be. He, said, he talked about this. This is what Jesus talked about. All the persecution, all of the trouble, all of the things that are going to come up on the earth. But he said, really, we do not have to worry because we have him. And that simply means that we trusted on Jesus Christ to be our Savior, and he's went to prepare a place for us that where he is, we can be also. So his, he's, he's died on the cross for us. He, he bled, and he paid the penalty for your sins. And if you have not been saved, you can be saved by the blood of Jesus Christ who died on the cross for your sins. And all you have to do is just say, Lord Jesus, I give you my life. I ask you, Heavenly Father, talking to the Father in heaven, to, to save me. Save me. And I believe on your son, Jesus, who died on the cross for me and he rose again on the third day and was seen of all the apostles. I trust him to be my personal Savior. And I, at the end of this time, I want to be in heaven with you. And if you do that, you have eternal life. And this is the important thing. We need to realize that the police have lost a lot of them, not all, but the police have lost all sensibilities. The world structure, the uh, politicians of the world don't know what they're doing. And they're all following the money. And the Bible says you cannot serve God and money. And that's their God. Their God is money. So they will do anything they can to get it. And the point that we need to realize is that this world is not our home, and our home is with God. And God will take us to heaven, and then one day bring us back, and then put us back on this earth with a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth have passed away. And the good thing about the new heaven and the new earth is that there will be no sinners 
no lawbreakers on that new earth. You know, we'll still be human beings, but we will be um, changed and transformed into the image of Christ. And we'll live in peace and joy forevermore. And who knows? We'll explore places on this earth realm that we probably never even knew existed. <laughs> you know, there's be an endless, it'll be an endless uh, joy that I can't even explain to you. So we're looking for that new place that uh, God is, that, that uh, city that God is going to be set up for us. And that's what we want to do. You want to join us? Ask the Lord to save you. And uh, that's my that's my spiel on it, the whole thing. Um, again, should the police ever question laws? I think that they should. And if you are police or you are a, a military soldier, uh, there's going to come a time where you're going to have to make some very, very tough choices in uh, what's going to happen in the next coming years or even year or so. And maybe even within the next few weeks or months, because this thing is advancing really fast, and I've never seen it uh, going this fast. I can't believe that it's it's happened this fast. It was like overnight, uh, all of a sudden they just pulled every kid out of school, and they had everybody go and shut themselves in the house worldwide. And then uh, after that, pandemonium started, and uh, who knows? In the next coming weeks, we're going to see more pandemonium, especially when it becomes warmer. And uh, so, again, you're going to have to start thinking if you're a police officer or in the military and you're watching this uh, broadcast. Anyway, guys, uh, it's good to have you guys aboard. I'm going to say uh, hello and goodbye to everybody that is here. Uh, this was some stuff that I wanted to talk about was kind of on my mind, a few things. Um, let's see. Um, thank you, uh, Wayne. Wayne, is that wine feather? Hello. And Miss C, autistic, we need to raise up. Amen to that. Brooke Pippins. Hello. Eileen Sharp. Hello. And you're talking about uh, recite scripture about the full arm of God. Amen to that. Trevor Thinks. Truman. Hello. And uh, let's see. Jason Graham. No space for the endless, uh, endless north and uh West, right? East and West, right? It possibly could be. Who knows? I don't know what the Earth actually looks like. I know it's flat, but I don't really know exactly everything that God has in store for us. So, you know, he's going to make a new heaven, a new Earth anyway. So we don't know what that's going to be like. Misty Autistic, hello. And then uh, Brooke Pippins, hello. Uh, yeah, choose God. And let's see, Thief of Hearts, Hello. Uh, will stu school start ever again? You know what? They have, guys, I don't think they care about school. <laughs> you know, I think maybe they're just going to use the TV for school, and that's how it's going to be. If it ever starts back up again, I'm sure everybody's got to be chipped before they go into the school. Uh, Denise E., hello, yeah. And uh, Jack Dan uh, Daniels, hello, goodbye, Lord bless you, amen. Amen. Bob D. Hello. Good cheer. Cheers to you, too. And Big G. Hello. And uh, again, thank you, servant watcher, for uh, watching out for our chat to make sure that uh, it's all on the up and up. Uh, guys, don't forget to give a like to this video because, uh, you know, again, 
the algorithm, I think it responds uh, positively when you give uh, likes to the video and uh, we get a chance to do that. Thank you also for those people who are supporting. I do get your um, emails and I also get uh, uh, the also, some people are doing PayPal, and I, I thank you for the PayPals as well. I also, when you give me a PayPal uh, or when, when that, whatever donation you give, I always try to give you my flip book, uh, which is the uh, digital book. I, I have that in flip format now, which is um, the book uh, Graven Image, Why the Earth is Not a Globe. So uh, you get a copy of that whenever you um, make a donation especially you know make sure that I know that you're there because sometimes I'm your emails may slip past me but uh, if you do it on uh, Vincent Rose at att.net uh, then I generally catch it not all the time so don't blame me if I do don't catch it because I get a lot of emails uh, but, you know, because some people just want to actually talk and have counseling and those kinds of things. And I try to respond. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you'll get the uh, flip uh, book um, again, Graven Image, Why the Earth is Not a Globe. And I have that in flip format. So it basically turns like a real you know, book and that kind of thing. So I'll send that, I'll forward that to you for any donation to, you know, help us keep keep uh, alive and going as uh, the YouTube tries to work out how they're going to keep people like us on without actually just going full Gestapo and ending our channels. So I don't know what they're going to do in the future. I can't really tell you. They already have level strikes against the strike against me and then, uh, uh, demonetize my channel, so I, I can't really tell you what it's gonna what what the, what it's gonna do in the future. Anyway, thank you, and uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful time in the Lord. Remember, we're free in Christ. It doesn't matter whether or not they are trying to lock us in. We're still not prisoners. We are free men and women of the Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, let's rejoice in the freedom that the Lord has provided for us. Uh, until next time, remember that Jesus is the light of the world and the truth will set you free. God bless.